Hey, all right, all right, all right. You are listening to the Ken Hunnell Podcast. Just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. What an amazing week. What the momentum that we have right now at Enid Auto Body is just, it's its unbelievable how um, we're busy, but it's not uh, chaotic. We're a little, we have a few more cars at the shop than I would like to have uh, on site, but they're kind of bonus cars. So there's some, uh, some hail damage cars that came from uh, out of our market. And, um, there was a, a big hail storm in Norman, Oklahoma, and we're, we've just got several uh, cars from that there right now and they're big jobs and they're just going to kind of take a minute to get them in and through and done and so um so where we're about 10 cars over over where we'd like to be from a working process standpoint um the majority of those are hail cars so those are kind of bonuses and we're not um it's not like they're just sitting getting the paintless dim repair done we're getting them in the process so they're they're moving and uh, next week we should start to get rid of a few they're the the cars that were coming from that storm are just blasted just absolutely blasted uh, very fortunate that we have a, a good paintless dim repair guy that's willing to uh, push to paint a lot of things these are these are cars that i know that most I shouldn't say most. I've known some really good painless dent repair technicians, but a lot of painless dent repair technicians, especially the traveling ones, wouldn't want any part of this damage. So to have a guy that's willing to do them and get them going and help us keep them moving, pretty exciting. And so uh, we're getting those we're getting those going. Uh, we're very busy with uh, collision stuff, and we're very busy with estimates and people coming in and we just have some amazing momentum and then our team like our team is working together so well they're just really uh <clears throat> we're starting to get a rhythm which is what we're, what we've been kind of what what we've lacked for the last few months is uh consistency and and consistency in workflow predominant has been the predominant issue is We'll have a really strong couple of weeks, and then we may fall off and have a have a slow week, or have you know three or four days, a couple of days at the end of one week, and a couple of days at the beginning of the next week that cause us to get get out of our rhythm in in our damage analysis, which means that we're creating that creates um, bubbles in our pipeline in the um, in the uh, in the body shop or the paint shop, and so. It feels good right now because we have this, uh, we have these cars in process, and now we have them coming back, and they're ready for body work and ready for paint, and they're big paint jobs. So that's helping keep the large paint jobs, not full paint jobs. And if you're not familiar with the industry, just large paint jobs, but not full paints. You just don't do a lot of full paints. But anyway, um, so so getting our rhythm, and then now the the team has really come together. So. Had made some shifts in our paint shop where we've got we've got really two uh, very capable painters and um, one one of them being the former owner 
uh, he asked to come in earlier, so he's kind of working an earlier shift. And then our um, our newest painter, Devin, that's really just a great guy, great culture guy, just team guy. Very, very thankful to have him on our team. Just easy, agreeable, easy to get along with guy. And uh, and he's doing well, and so he's working more of the the the, the full the the standard shift, I guess. So. Uh, that's going really well. Uh, Kenny, our body technician, is doing an amazing job just keeping up and putting in some extra time and just helping keep cars moving. So because right now everything's going through him. We're, I believe we have another body technician hired. I'm, I'm not convinced. Um, the, the interesting thing, like, I, I don't know. I guess... I've done this so long. Um, I've been in this industry so long, but even when I was working at a traditional shop, when I first started in business, I would, um, I, I remember the guy, um, that I learned a lot from as far as, um, just a lot about the industry. I mean, he, he was a technician. And he was a capable technician. He was a little bit sloppy and wasn't the most organized and sloppy, obviously, or similar. Um, He'd get things done in the end, but you really kind of had to back him into a corner to kind of get things finished. And was very intelligent, may have had, or clearly had a drinking problem, um, had other, just, just had some baggage, but the guy knew the industry and he'd been around the industry and he'd been in, he'd been in the management and the leadership role and he'd been a technician and he was the first guy I ever really heard, uh, heard from about teams and, um, how some of the organization can work as a team and just the, the segmentation and and he was also the guy that I learned uh, a lot about. I saw the power of disassembly before anybody was talking about disassembly, or at least nobody that I knew was talking about disassembly, uh, because he was the guy that on the day the car is supposed to leave would bring me the belt molding and say, I need this belt molding. And I learned quickly that I needed to go to him first to find out what he needed so that I could get those things uh, going on those estimates. But um, I, it's... Anyway, I, I learned a lot from him, and but but I was new in the business, and I could see that there were other ways of doing it and different ways of doing it. So the interesting thing is we have this I have this technician that's I believe to be a very talented guy, a really good guy, a referral from uh, our 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 paint one of our painters and just. Just I can tell that he's a young guy. He's clearly just a very talented guy. And I'm like, he's going to be perfect. And I'm talking to him about our system and our process. And, and he's bought in. And, yeah, it makes sense. He's ready to start. And I'm, you know, letting him know the, the pain points that he already knows about and things that aren't any, you know, that, that very likely aren't going to change where he's at. And, and he gets it, and he's good. And then 
we're so close. He's supposed to start uh, in a week. And now uh, he's being kind of flighty. And I can't, I don't understand it. Like, I can't wrap my brain around, I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing everything that he's asked for, and I'm giving him every, there, there's zero risk to change to the positive, to the, the better way to operate, the way that is way more efficient. He can see that, he can understand that, but there's there, his comfort zone is holding him back into this unstable uh, environment where there's no urgency and no one cares. And I, I, I want to, like, shake him. Like, dude, you just told me all this stuff. You just told me how all this stuff doesn't work and it's not working. And, and we're taking all, we're taking so much of the work out of the shop that he's working in now. Like, and, and he's still just might want to stay. Like all, all I can think of is like, you're going to miss this opportunity. You're going to miss this opportunity. And then what? Then what? The, the, like, I don't know. Um, I'm clearly not a good salesperson. It's what that boils down to. And I don't mean sales because I'm not trying to sell them anything. I just, but there's something, um, I really need to read my, probably listen to my, uh, uh, never split the difference negotiation book to just say, bro, it's time to move on. Uh, and see if that gets him to get going, but it's, he's the guy I want, he's worth it, I'm, I'm willing to give him, uh, everything he's asking for, and I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that, it, it works, like, there's, there's also no risk for me, that's the interesting thing from a, uh, I, I've, I've ran the team system. So, uh, back in the, uh, uh, the former all angles days in 2000, see 2015, 2015, we burned the ships and we went to the lean, uh, production model. And then in 2016, we went to team pay and, it's the only way to get cars done instead of having all these individual silos and instead of having all these individual body shops and you got this body guy that's a pain in the butt, but does good work. Or this guy does, does so, so work. So you got to try to give him the jobs and keep an eye on him. Or you got this guy that does amazing work, but he's extremely slow or misses you know, brings in the molding when it's the car's done, and oops, I forgot. You know, that the, there's like there's all these weird things that I I don't understand why you'd ever go back to that. But so you, so you have the individual body technicians, then you have the paint shop. In in the old model, you'd have the paint shop, and the paint shop is only paid for what they paint. So they're gonna they could dictate how 
the body guys. They can really be a pain in the butt with the body guys. Or, oh, well, this guy's my buddy. I'm going to help him out. I'm going to clean up his stuff. Or this guy I don't like, and I'm going to hold his jobs back. Or I'm going to uh, paint his jobs last. Or I'm, and I'm going to paint Billy's paint jobs first. Like, there's all these games and different things that can happen that I've seen that happen. That this guy I'm trying to recruit lives in and works in, but that's 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 normal. That's that's what's normal. That's the comfort zone. We just I just talked about this on this podcast not that long ago. That I used to be in a relationship that was very toxic and was just a, such a suck on my life and my livelihood and my job and eventually someone a voice of reason had to say look bro you've been doing this for six months every six months for 10 years either shut up and deal with it or change it fix it well here i am over here, running a shop that's kicking butt and taking names that grew by 40% last year is growing by 70%, 70% over last year. Not 70% from where I bought the shop for, but 70% on top of what we grew from the year before. And I'm, 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 I'm this crazy idiot that you can't believe that this works. Like... Uh, it's frustrating. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that whomever this person may be that ends up joining our team is going to kick ass and is going to make a lot of money and is never, ever, ever, never, ever, never going to want to go back to the old way of doing things because who would ever want to do that? It's so archaic. It's so inefficient. It's so stupid the way that some shops still operate. But that's the norm. That's what every shop everywhere operates in this weird, broken, messed up model. And that's what's normal. That's what's comfortable. So you know, I'm very thankful that I had the opportunity that I had, uh, that, that, uh, while I was at all angles that we had a consultant come in that really helped us kind of work through this lean production model. And then I'm uh, very thankful that I had, uh, people to look up to that, that give it some team pay opportunities and very thankful that I had a team that was willing to give it a shot. Some of them didn't stay. A lot of them didn't stay, but to, now to have this belief that I know that there's no other way to go. There's no other way to do it. So anyway, um, I guess this was just a rant or a wine or a exercise in, um, I, I'm finding a tech. I'm going to find a stud tech that's going to come in. And then what? Then instead of 70% growth, we may double our sales from last year by the end of the year because of because of what we've got going right now, because of the momentum that we have, because of the team that we have, because of the way that my uh, my my 
admin staff works with the technicians and the way that the, the admin team tees up the work for the technicians and the way that we serve our customers and we call them and we keep them informed and we let them know what's going on and they love us and we've got, got Google reviews and Facebook recommendations and, and, and we're just like, we're just, just rolling, rolling. Proud Mary, keep on rolling, rolling. We're rolling. And it's so exciting. It's 7.30 on a Friday night. I still have an hour to drive before I get home. And I'm so freaking pumped about my team and the way that they're working. I'm so freaking pumped about our customers and the way that we're serving. I'm so pumped about the market that we're in and just what an opportunity it is to serve this market that's been used and abused and not taken care of by body shot. I mean, doesn't know what's going on. And, and we're giving them technology and keeping them like, man, it's so fun. And I'm so excited about this technician that's going to start our team very soon. Maybe the guy I'm referring to, maybe somebody else, but man, whoever misses out on this opportunity is going to feel bad and going to be really upset when they're on the outside looking in. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy to think about the fact that someone could miss this opportunity because they are so entrenched in their comfort zone. The comfort zone will kill you. It's a silent killer. Be aware of the comfort zone. Live in the chaos. We have some more chaos stuff coming up that I can't even share. It's so exciting. So pumped about the other thing that we have going on that uh, confidential, completely confidential. So please like, share, uh, let other people know about this podcast. Reach out to me, man. Tell me what you want to know. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you don't like about this podcast. Tell me what you don't like about my voice. Tell me. I can handle it. And I want to get better. So uh, anyway, appreciate you. Love you. Let's go get it.